Fitness for the Fairways podcast, helping you make your body the best club in your bag. Joe interviews the best strength coaches, physical therapists, and golf professionals to help you take your golf performance to the next level. Hey everybody, welcome back into this week's episode of the Fitness for the Fairways podcast. I'm your host, Joe Gambino. I'm a physical therapist currently located here in the New York City area. And within the matter of four weeks from now, I will be starting a new, um, I'll be working for a new practice called the PT Initiative down in North Raleigh in, in North Carolina. Uh, so a little bit of a transition process going. There's going to be a lot of good golf happening when I get down there. Uh, last round I played was Windwatch. That is my nemesis course here in New York. Shot a 117, so not on the uh, route just yet to breaking 100. But I will say that I played the course significantly better than usual. Short game has been my biggest struggle of recent. I've only hit water twice. I only had, uh, I think I only had four penalties throughout the round, um, which last time I was there, I think I had 16, uh, which is kind of crazy. I shot, I think, 11 strokes better than I did the last time I played there. Uh, so all in all, a uh, positive round, even though the score, well, probably not. It's probably at the, definitely not where I, I would want it, but for sure, better. And that's uh, that's what it's all about, really. So I'll get another stab. I'm playing Sprain Lake um, this coming Friday. And I forget what I scored when I played there last time. It was, uh, I'll have to get back to you guys on that next week. But let's hope that this is... Uh, the week where I can say that I finally broke 100. And that is enough about uh, the breaking 100 kind of uh, update there. And this week's episode is going to be a solo one as well. Uh, just jumping off a couple questions that I had on Instagram. Um, this one from Joe. He asked, what's more important, um, strength or mobility when it comes to preparing for for golf, and now the answer to this question is not as black and white as it may seem. It's not just is it strength, is it mobility, is it one or the other? Um, some people will need more mobility, some will need more strength. But the quick and dirty answer to this is that everybody will need both, they are not separate entities. Uh, if we really think about mobility, mobility and strength overlap a ton, especially. If you're utilizing some of the Kinstrich principles that we've talked about a lot, this end range strength training, um, where we're really trying to get strong and have control out of our outer edges of our range of motion. So we have more movement variability and more movement variability means that we have more options for movement. We are stronger in the positions that we tend to see injury. So we reduce injury risk. There's a lot of great things that happen with mobility training, but you cannot strip away the typical style of strength training that we see in most sports because there's huge, huge, huge carryover to performance. So when we're looking at this, all right, I look at performance training in two different ways. And I want you to think about this because A, number one, is how can we give a golfer the tools to be better now. Okay, so how with fitness, with strength training, with mobility training, whatever type of training we're doing, how can we give the golfer or the athlete the physical tools to hit the ball further 
have better endurance to get through all 18, feel good while doing it, not have aches, pains after rounds, things like that. The second is how can we build the same athlete um, and give them a body that's going to last and not just for tomorrow's round. We don't want to just, okay, hey, I got a round on Friday. I need to make sure my body can hold up for Friday. How can we make sure that this golfer is going to be able to play 10 years from now, 20 years, 30, 40 years down the line? So that is where I think strength and mobility coming together, finding that blend for you, helping to mitigate that injury risk, helping you play the game longer um, without suffering, but also giving you the tools to be better today tomorrow and this and, and kind of have that shorter term um, benefit from it okay so how do you know then if you need more mobility or if you need more strength training so number one answer always be get assessed getting assessed will help you gain a really really good understanding of what your body needs not what you want to do, okay? When I write my own programs, when I see other people go to the gym, they do the things that they like to do the most, not always the things that they need. And sometimes it's very hard to figure out exactly what you need. So as always, get assessed. You can do it locally or you can do it through me at Par4 Performance. You can just head over to the website, par4performance.com. And there are ways to set up a free 15-minute discovery call with me where we can talk about what's going on and see what those next steps are for you. All right. But as stated, everybody needs strength and mobility work. And there may be more than three, but generally we can think of people, we could put different athletes in one of three categories. Um, Category one is somebody who is would be considered hypermobile. Category two is somebody who has strength but they're dealing with a lot of stiffness or tightness or pain. And category three is having somebody who's relatively untrained, um, having no real workout history. Now, again, we can fit you into one of these three buckets, but most likely you're going to be some combination of the three. But I want to kind of break this down a little bit further so you can kind of get an understanding of what I'm talking about. So in category one, we have somebody who's hypermobile. If you fit into this category, you generally have a lot of flexibility. You probably can touch your toes very easily, love stretching, and are inherently bending. Even though you have those high levels of flexibility, there's chances you still feel tight. And I've seen people where, you know, we do a leg raise test and normal is roughly 70 degrees. I can get somebody past 90 degrees that's very hypermobile and they'll feel a stretch and they'll be like, ooh, I feel tight. Well, you're not really tight because the range of motion is great. But sometimes because hypermobile people, because they're so flexible, they lack the strength, the stability component of things. When you lack strength and stability, that can also be a reason why your body creates tightness. So figuring out that it's not just a stiff body that can be tight. It can also be a very flexible body that can feel tight. And that has to do more with the strength, stability, and control over that active range of motion. And the biggest population that I see this with is 
Um, women, especially if they've had a history of dancing or gymnastics, and even men, if they have a history of dancing and gymnastics, they all they seem to fall on the hypermobile side. And again, anybody can really fall into this category, but that is the highest percentage of people that I see that kind of have uh, that deal. Like we could call it dealing with hypermobility. There's nothing wrong with it, right? But it just means that from a spectrum of strength mobility which you need yes we need mobility in the fact that we want end range control we want to take that flexibility garner more control over it so you can physically move into those positions not rely on external um, an external thing to push you there like gravity or partner if they're stretching you or using a strap right we want to actually be able to control that and then we want to build strength and stability to to complement all of that range of motion that you potentially have to move through. And when you put those two things together, you can create somebody who moves well, feels well, and performs really well, okay? When it comes to category two, we talk about someone who's generally strong but feels achy or stiff. We could really put anybody in this bucket that has really poor flexibility, really poor mobility, even if their strength levels aren't high. But if the reason why I put someone who's generally strong into this category is that if you are inherently undertrained, which is where category three is, you're probably going part of why you feel tight, stiff, achy, or unable to perform is not just a mobility issue. There's probably also going to be a strength and stability issue as well. So you're kind of like a hybrid between category two and category one. All right, so category two. Generally strong, feeling achy or stiff, lacking flexibility. This person, you know, general strength levels are there, probably has been lifting for a long time, but this is the person who comes to me, he's like, Oh, I can't I I can't tell you the last time I was able to touch my toes. Um, or or something like that. Or, you know, if they're trying to reach behind their back, oh, I can't, you know, it's been so long since I've been able to do something like that. When you lack that range of motion for a long period of time, mobility is probably going to be a bucket that you really need to fill up in order to unlock that strength potential and that performance potential that you already have. So if we take someone who's super strong, but just cannot get into positions within the golf swing, they can still be successful. I'm not saying that they can't golf because they have mobility restrictions. But if we give them the tools to get into positions, control it, they're going to be able to garner all that strength, the power production that's needed, the speed. All that stuff can can actually be utilized when we give somebody's body the tools to physically do so. And that's both from a strength and mobility standpoint. So if you're fitting into category two here, that kind of description of what I'm talking about seems to fit you. You're probably, not that you're going to cut down your your strength work, but you're going to need to do a little bit more mobility work than say somebody who's in category one or even in category three. Now category three, we already kind of touched base on this. This is the untrained individual. And this is the hardest one to say, hey, you need more mobility or more strength. It can be either way. It could be split down the middle. One person in this category can need more mobility. One person in this category can need more strength. It's completely dependent on the individual here. And that's because there's a lot of factors. There could be somebody who sits, has a desk job, doesn't do too much, maybe plays around a few times a year. 
Um, they can be very stiff or have issues because they don't move very often, but there's also going to be a component because they've never had formal strength training that strength can be an issue from a longevity standpoint, from a performance standpoint. So you would then have to figure out where you fit on that spectrum. Is it somebody who is, I mean, you could definitely be untrained and be hypermobile too, right? So that's what I'm saying. These categories can get somewhat inter or overlap where you can be in between categories. Um, but generally, the untrained individual, they're going to need a ton of, just think the basics is perfect for you. What is fundamental movement? How can we get them moving better? How can we give them baseline strength from basic movement patterns? Not going crazy, not going outside the box. How can we give this person the fundamentals of mobility? How can we make sure that their shoulders and hips rotate significantly? How can we make sure their spine segments? How can we make sure then there's um, all the other positive things that we need from our body on top, like thoracic spine rotation, and how do we make sure that they have full hip extension for follow-through and things like that, and their pelvis and their tor- uh, their torso can, can separate from their hips. All those basics that are needed from mobility, a movement perspective, and a strength perspective is what this category is going to need because they've just never had this. And when you're untrained, if you're not using something, you're most likely going to lose it. That's just how the human body works. Think about if you were younger and you used to play the drums, you haven't played in 20 years, you're probably still be able to play the drums to some degree, but you're not going to be anywhere near what you're able to do 20 years ago. So the body does the same things. If you're not using it, it will get rid of those things that you're not utilizing because it's trying to conserve energy and make sure that you're able to do the things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis. All right. So I get it from here. This is a very, very gross understatement on exactly how these things go. Um, Again, you can fit it between categories. These categories are not as cut and dry as I make them seem to be, but giving you guys a quick and dirty way to understand. Okay, if I needed to think about my body, do I think I need more strength work? Or do I think I need more mobility work? Or do I think I just need some of both? I just need to move more, stay active, um, so I can continue playing golf for an extended period of time, right? And hopefully, doing these things, giving you an immediate strength benefit. And this is the way, when we look look at what we talked about and how strength and mobility is always intertwined in all of my programs, So with all my golfers that I I work with, for myself, for anybody else I work with that's even not within the golf, um, it's not a golfer, there's always a blend of strength work and mobility work within every person's program. And there could be other stuff like energy system development work and things like that. You try to take an athlete as a whole, look at their goals, and then build it out over hey, what does the year look like? How do we structure a program to make sure that they're always performing at their best? And when we look at it that way, blending that mobility, blending that strength, it can be very, very different from person to person. But ways that I tend to do this is that active rest within my workouts is a great place to put in some easy movements um, to build some active control over the body. And off days are a really great day to push some harder mobility work. And like I said, this could be very different from person to person. Um... 
So thinking about end range control, right? This active mobility component is very different from what we talked about with the hypermobile person having flexibility or the ability for that muscle to just move into position via external means, that strap or the partner or using gravity. So the goals of the individual, the program, right, that we're currently writing for somebody or writing for ourselves, the time of year as far as your golf season goes, um, all of those things need to play the role in the decision-making process. Now, this is how I like to think of it. During in-season play, if you're playing a lot of golf, you can't be working out super hard. If you're sore, your nervous system's fatigued, you're not going to be able to perform to your highest, um, the highest standard possible. So during the in-season, volume is going to drop, intensity can pick up a little bit because we're not doing too much, and where the goal is to play more golf and try to maintain within this period of time. And I've talked about this before, and you know, this is kind of the way that I think about programming. And, you know, when we look into the off season, right, that's when intensity and volume starts to pick up. We're really working on trying to make significant strength, speed and power gains. Um, And then there are other cycles of the year, where maybe we're working more on recovery or energy system development, or maybe we're just working on movement quality. Um, All of those things, get sprinkled out across the year so that you can continue to build an overall athlete, not just, I'm trying to swing the club faster or I'm trying to, you know, reduce some pain. We want to make sure that we're building an overall athlete. Golf, if you guys want to consider golf a sport and not just a recreational hobby, well, think about how would you train for a sporting event, right? When we look at golf, it's a very ballistic in nature you need to be very precise. If things aren't, if your body can't move in a way that you want it to, it becomes very hard to stay consistent. So that's where we're trying to get from a performance standpoint. So when we think about everything I talked about, the question that that should have been asked is not, is it strength or mobility? It really becomes a question of how much of each should you as the individual be um, doing for yourself. And if you're still trying to figure this out for yourself, um, right now there's open enrollment for the Par 4 Performance Golf Performance Program. This is a three months of golf fitness training and coaching through um, an app called True Coach. You, from a coaching perspective, you get to upload videos of you performing your workouts for coaching. So you'll get specific cues on how to improve things. Um, if you are dealing with issues as far as pain or really struggling with the movement from a whatever perspective, we can make modifications to those things. And the best thing about it, uh, well, there's a there's constant support throughout the whole thing, but the best thing is, is that I do the program with you guys, so you get to be in the trenches with me. And if you're trying to learn about how to implement mobility and strength work and create a program for yourself, you get to learn while doing and have full access to me over the course of the next 12 weeks if you sign up. So this phase will focus on, it's all recovery and foundations. The volume is ticking up compared to last block, okay? Um, Intensity is dropping and we're focusing on building better movement patterns and we're actually really focusing on creating adaptations that can help reduce injury and improve your overall conditioning. 
So between now and June 15th, if you guys are interested in learning on how to put a really good program together, if you want to take your golf performance to the next level between now and June 15th, you can earn 20% off the program um, via early bird special. The price point is normally $149.97. The website already reflects a 20% discount, which would be $119.97. It's pretty much the lowest price you're going to be able to get this for. And once you've signed up, you'll get access to our bridge program. So you won't be sitting around for multiple weeks waiting for the program to start. You'll get get access to the program, which will just start to help prepare your body for the upcoming training block, get to feel the flow of the workouts, and really help um, get you ready and your and your just kind of put you right on track for when that program starts on August first. Hope to see you guys all inside. Um, really pumped to work with all of you guys and. I'll see you guys back here next week for next week's episode.